0: Welcome to our start this is the Best, Shabbos Braceous, Partius Bracious. We all know the famous statement that the way you set up set yourself up on Shabbos Bracious is the way it goes the whole year. That's either good news or kind of scary news. It's like you have a whole week to practice setting yourself up well. The good news is that means, wow, you can just do a little microcosm bubble kind of a, a work and you can create an unbelievable year from within your bubble. You step into the bubble of Shabbos Bracious and you create, uh, you don't have to make the whole year, you don't have to work on making every minute of the year incredibly good. You can do it from within the bubble. We always say that technology has moved forward in a way that, Once upon a time you had a problem with your phone and the man would come out and climb on the pole and, and, and and come in your house and check all the phones. And now it's all done from central headquarters. Within one minute, everything is set up from within that bubble and long distance and long distance. So that's an ex, that's an example in the physical world of what Shabbos Bracious is all about. Instead of having to, you know, how am I going to have the whole year be just such a perfect year? No, you don't have to. Do Shabbos gracious right. Work within that bubble. And, and it's a lot easier. It's a lot, it's a lot more efficient. You know, just adjust the controls within, with inside of Shabbos gracious. And, um, boom. You're creating an unbelievable year. And this is a year that could be unbelievable because it's Toshin Te'ala, the year of miracles, wonders, not miracles, wonders, which are higher than miracles, unmasked. We throw the mask away from the wonders and the miracles and life becomes unpredictably, well, unpredictable. We can't even imagine what it will be, but it's supposed to be amazing. So we're going to create that from inside of Shabbos Prashin, inside of that bubble. So, um, um, the, the question is, why do you create the bubble, the template, the bubble template on Chavaspiration? You know, why not Chavaspiration? Why not today? Why not tomorrow? Why not, you know, what's going on? Why are you creating that bubble energy, stepping into it, making it the best that you can, and then stepping out of it and having the template ready? Why on Chavaspiration? Um, so, first answer is, Tishrei is from the letters, um, Reishis. Tishrei Reishis. It's the head. The head of the whole year. So that's a good reason to make it the bubble. And we know that the Yom and and the month of Tishrei are general, general holidays, which, um, and those general holidays then kind of open up and still their energy into the entire year, beginning with Rosh Hashanah, which is called Rosh, it's the head of the year. And then Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, as it says in in Chumash, and then Chag in the time of joys, Zman Simchas and then Shniat and Simchas All of these are general holidays. Each one is ahead, 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 a time ahead of joy, a beginning of joy, a beginning of of the year. These are powerful days, the whole Tishrei. And yet, it does not say the way you set yourself up on Rosh Hashanah. That's the way it goes a whole year. Or the way you set, set yourself up on Sukkot, or on Simchus or on Yom Kippur. That's how it goes a whole year. No. Shabbos Bracious gets to be the day of the bubble. Why? It's a bridge. It's a bridge. It's a bridge between a month full of holidays, a month full of holiness, a month where you're not really in the world that much. You're not in the world that much. You're in a bubble of holidays. And then the next month after Shabbos Bratis will be a very mundane month. You're not in holidays at all. In the month of Cheshvan, you're not on holidays at all. You're really in the world. It's 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 sort of cute, but I was taught, you know, Let's say this. We know, certainly I know from my life, when I'm thinking, people will ask me, what about do you want to do this and this and this? I say, you know what? We'll talk about it after the after, Torah, after Tishrei. Because right now, we're in Tishrei. I'm in the shul. I'm celebrating. I'm in a a, a holiness bubble of a whole month. And after Tishrei, then we're going to talk. So last night, I was talking to somebody. a uh secular person. And she said, oh, I want to do this and this kind of a project. But she said, we'll talk about it after the elections. <laughs> so I said, that's so cute. It's like, it's like your yumptus. Like there's you know, before the elections. In other words, we're not making any plans until after that. She said, people are too stressed right now to deal with life until the elections are over. Wait till you see what happens after the elections if she thinks they're too stressed out. This will be fun. But in her mind, he's saying, right now we're very involved in being stressed. And and then after the elections, you know, we'll talk about business. (laughs) So after Kishrei, we'll talk about business. We'll talk about So after Tishrei, after Tishrei, we'll talk about. Do you want to start a business? Do you want to invest in a business proposition together? Yeah, we'll talk about it after after Tishrei. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you want to invest in some real estate in uh, Florida. Okay, let's talk about it after Tishrei, right? So Shabbos, so Shabbos is that bridge between Tishrei when you're not thinking about it. And the rest of the year when you're thinking about it a lot. Should I invest in real estate in Florida or not? It's two different energies. Being in the shul, being being in holiness, that's Tishrei, and being in the world. That's after Tishrei. Shabbos Brashe is the bridge between the two. Because it's the end of the month of Tishrei. It's the last Shabbos of the month. And that means that everything that goes on in the month of Kishrei, the time of Simcha, the time of judgment, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and then the time of joy, all of the things that happen and all of the holiness that's being brought down, 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 down into our lives through all the mitzvahs and then absorbed on Shemini Atheris and then brought into a Eponemius, all of that is summed up on Shabbos gracious. So the means on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, those ten days, Rosh Hashanah, it's determined what will be with the year. And then we go through the ten days of Shuvah, and we're really, on Yom Kippur, it's it's signed. And then we have four days to prepare for Sukkot, in which we then take the severity of the intense judgment and the asking Hashem to become king with the intense, uh, very focused work and focused prayer. And then we take it into a time of joy when we're celebrating the victory of Hashem has surely accepted. And surely he's going to give us a good year. And surely he will give us a, a year. And it will be a year of surprisingly, you know, a whole year of opportunities. And we, we bring down everything that we achieved, especially on Yom Kippur, through the sakh down into our lives. We sit in the sukkah. We say, do the mitzvah. We bring it down into our lives. We do the the of and esrag we bring it into ourselves from all different energies in the world and then and we dance and we pull it into ourselves and then we have shminya terrace it becomes absorbed into ourselves and we keep on going and then we have this week now where we're spending in the mundane world you know first, first toe in the cold water of the, the swimming pool and then we have shabbos Precious, where the whole tishrei becomes elevated. Everything that you absorb, brought into yourself, integrated, boom, it becomes elevated to a whole new, new level. That's Shabbos Precious. So Shabbos Precious is when the whole thing is culminates, And at the same time, it ends. Everything finishes. It culminates. And Shabbos Precious is also the time when it's Mavarchim Chedish Marcheshon It's when we start the year. So we finish the holidays. We start the year. When? Same shot as gracious. It has two opposite energies and identities going on at the same time. If you're Japanese and you're American and you speak perfect Japanese and perfect English, you can be a translator in the U.N., because you're fully American and you're fully Japanese. Tishrei is fully the month of Kedusha. The Shabbos bracious is fully the month of Kedusha. And at the same time, it's fully the mundane. So, So, therefore, it has the ability. I mean, only the American-Japanese, you know, really has the ability to be a translator for very, very high-level negotiations because he fully understands and can absolutely represent what the Japanese fellow is saying and also what the American is saying. And he can put the two together seamlessly. That's job is gracious. He can put the two together seamlessly. And what is the Avaidah now? The Yaakov Halach L'Darka. And Yaakov goes on his way. Our way. In the mundane world. Each one. One person is, is very musical. Another is very artistic. Another one is just very, thought, is very thoughtful. Another one is an action person. Another one. Everybody has their strength. That's called the Yaakov Halach L'Darka. And since Shabbos Bracious puts the two together seamlessly, and it's, it is the last Shabbos of Reishis, of Tishrei, and the first of the mundane year, it has a special kayach. It's, it is still Tishrei Reishis. It's ahead of something. It's the beginning of something. It's ahead. Um So it's not just a regular Shabbos; it's a Tishrei Shabbos. So it's sort of separate from the rest of the world. And at the same time, the Medrash says Mushba B'Kol. It's it's the Shabbos of the saturated holiness that's been brought into the world. And so the issue is, though, you're not so sure. You've been sitting in shul for a month. You've been sitting in holiness for a month. And you're not quite sure if you will be able to translate this holiness, the new level that you feel. You feel a certain energy. You feel a connection to the holiness. You feel that that's the, the real you, even the new you. And you have a little nagging question. Will I feel this on the 15th of Cheshvan when it's raining all the time and the business deal in Florida didn't go through and I paid the broker and he walked off with the money and, and, and he was my friend and, and I trusted him and, and will I be able to feel that same? sense of awe about Hashem and how perfectly He runs the world when that just happened to me in the middle of October and I'm in a deeply mundane nasty yucky world situation. Will I feel the same way? I don't know. So Shabbos Bracious comes along and on Shabbos Bratius I get to test the waters. Because it is the end of Tishrei, and it is the beginning of the mundane year. So what I'm doing is I'm sort of testing a little bit what it's going to feel like to a little bit be in the mundane world again. Well, not again. It's a brand new world. The world that we were used to being in last year is gone, never to come back again. This year is going to be a very different kind of a world as we see. Anybody who knows what the outcome of the election will be is a genius um. or a fool. It's going to be a very different kind of a year. Never had it before. So there are those who say this is the war of gogamoggo, maybe. So you get to test the waters while you're still kind of in holiness. It's Shabbos. You're sort of entering the mundane world, entering the brand new world that we've never seen the likes of before. You put your toe in the water, but you're safe. You're sitting in shul. You're sitting in holiness. It's Shabbos. But you get to a little bit tasted. And at the same time, you're 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 feeling the summation of everything that was achieved in Tishri. Um so it's called a Mammuta Mukadir. The intermediary that connects the two. Holiness with mundane. Do you know anybody anything else that's a Mamuta Mukhadr? Yeah. You? You're also a Mamutza Mukhadr. You are the connecting energy between holiness and mundane. You as the Jew. You are a kelakami malmamash. You're a piece of Hashem. You're pure holiness. You're also a person living in the world. That's why you're investing in real estate in Florida and maybe your broker might not be so ethical even though he is your best friend. And you are the intermediary energy, the bridge. So is Shabbos Gracious. So you should be able to understand Shabbos Gracious because you're made of the same stuff. And the whole point is to bring down this very elevated energy of Tishrei into the year. And what does the Parsha start with? God creates the world from scratch. He looks into Taira and he creates the world from the beginning, from scratch. And because we read it in Taira, it's really happening as we read it. And that gives us the Kayach to actually enter this brand new world that's just being created in a proactive way, not a reactive way of being a victim, in a proactive way. We're going to co-create this world together, God, right? Right. <clears throat> and this is even more explained by the word bracious. The power that we're talking about is in the word bracious. What does bracious mean? Everybody knows, bracious. Why does the Torah begin with a base? Because I'm not going to re- go through the whole thing. And why does the Torah begin with the word bracious? Base rachis, because the the world that's created base racious is created for it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a secondary or tertiary thing energy. The world was created for one rachis, which is called Tyra, and another rachis, which is called the Jewish people, Israel. And so, being that the drush of Chazal is on the word gracious. We have to say that both of these explanations in one word have a connection, like we see in the word shotness, We're saying one word, base ratio, it means several things. they're clearly connected and They're sort of very opposite explanations. Gracious. Chazal say. Gracious is not talking about the world. In the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Yeah, the focus is not what He created. You know, wow, do you know that God created the world? Yeah. I don't really care that He created the world. I want to know why? You know, if I'm a five-year-old or a three-year-old, say, wow, do you know that Hashem created the world? Well, and the child will say, well, yeah. The child says, but what, I, you don't have to tell me that, that God created the world. I see it. I want to know why. Right? I know a little girl that she went through that phase, you know, she speaks Hebrew, she says, Lama, 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 you say, Oh, it's raining outside. Lama. Oh, boy, what are you supposed to say? Oh, and the cars are driving down the street. Lama, Lama, Lama. She wants to know why. Little children want to know why. That there's a world? You don't have to tell me that. I know that. Why? Lama? Why did Hashem create the world? Oh, for Tyre and for the Jewish people. Oh, Lama. Why? And which one did he create first? Which one? Rashi says, Razal say, Bishril Eter and Rashi says, if you come to explain it in the literal way, gracious is the creation of heaven and earth, and at the beginning, the way God created it was Taihu total what we might call chaos. Oh, that's so interesting. Well, our year is beginning with chaos, just wait for the election. Won't that be fun? Tehu v'vayu v'chayshach. As Hashem is creating the world, before He creates the world, there's Tehu v'vayu v'chayshach. This is a year that's going to be unbelievably miraculous. Before we see those miracles, we are going through Tehu v'vayu v'chayshach. Darkness and insanity. And then God came along and said, let there be light. So now guess what? We have a template for the pattern that's going to be this year. Crazy world. That one, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody would disagree. Darkness and, 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 and kind of chaos. And then in one moment when you think there's no place to go to escape from this chaos, all of a sudden, the he are. And Hashem says, let there be light. There's no ratios in Taira that isn't connected to the word after it. So, we're already realizing that the way Hashem creates the world is, He creates a problem. He creates a darkness that is a preparation for a miraculous light. So, what don't we understand? Um, Brashisvara means the creation of the world. And Rashi says, he's speaking about literally, So we're just going to switch gears for a second and to focus on this idea that the world, the world was created for base races, the Yid, the Jew, and Tyra. And the world itself is a tertiary, not even secondary, A uh, is is the is, is the uh, Laboratory in which Yidden do Taira and Mitzvah. And now we bring the entire world to do Taira But essentially, at the top of the, at the top there is the Yid and the Taira and the Mitzvahs. And where do you do it? Okay, you have to have a world in which to do Mitzvahs. That's what Mitzvahs are all about. So, and how did Hashem choose us? Total free choice. He didn't choose us on the level of neshama, on the level of soul. He chose us on the level of the body, in which we look like everybody else. That's the only free choice. Free choice is when you have two equal, you have two, you have nothing compelling you to choose A versus B. If you have something compelling you to choose A versus B, that's not free choice. Free choice is you have nothing compelling you. Hashem says, I chose the Yid. Why? I don't know. because Hashem did not choose us since we come before Tyra. Hashem did not choose us because, oh, I'm going to choose the Jewish people because they learn my Torah, and my Torah is so precious to me. It's my holy wisdom, so I'm going to choose them because they're they're the people who value what I value. We were created. He created us before he created Tyra, so he couldn't choose us. He chose us before he chose Tyra. He couldn't choose us because we learned Tyra. There wasn't a Tyra yet to learn. He couldn't choose us based on that reason. Anybody who learns my Torah, I'll choose them. There was nothing to learn yet. He chose us first. Then he created the Torah. So why did he choose us? I don't know. Like that? I don't know. That's called free choice. What's the disadvantage of I don't know? I don't know. Oh, boy. What's the advantage? It's rooted in the essence of things. Optimism. That's the place. That's the power point. Ops is the place of 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 infinite possibilities, like the stem cell. Anything can be. Everything is possible. Now, everything is possible. Anything could be can be frightening, like this year. We're in a year this year of like, oh my goodness, anything could be. What's going to be in two three weeks? Oh boy, I don't know. Wake me up when it's over Hanukkah time. Good <laughs> thing that Hanukkah comes pretty much. Not too much later than the elections, because we're going to need to bring large amounts of light into a world that looks like it may be slightly unsettled after the elections. What's going to really be? I don't know. I revolt. What's good about I don't know? I don't know is rooted in Atmos. Why did Hashem choose us? I don't know. What does he say? I don't know. That's the energy in Osmos. No definites over there. It's a it's a frequency way above the definite. It's the holy of holy. Now when you're way above the definite, you can remold, you can mold anything into anything from anything. The stem cell, decide what you want it to become. It's malleable, totally. I don't know. But Shem chose us from that energy of, I don't know, Atsum. What was the reason he chose us? He said, I, don't know. I didn't have a reason. On the level of the, he chose us on the level of the book, of the body, on that level. Wow, look at this. The girls are walking past me. They have masks with the base rift. They have base rift masks with the base rift stamp on the mask. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Okay, why? I don't know. Why would somebody put, put, choose to put of the stamp on a mask? I don't know. What's good, what's bad about, I don't know. It's so uncertain. What's good comes from asthma. What's good about asthma? The place of infinite possibilities. It's certainly good for the people who want to feel, like me, expansive. Everything is possible. You know, you can spread your wings and fly. You're not stuck. You're not limited. It's not stale. It's not predictable. You can spread your wings and fly with Hashem, who is also looking this year to spread his wings and fly. You can write the scripts of the future together with Hashem in this I don't know energy this year. It's rooted in Asmus. So Hashem chose us from that I don't know place of of atmos, and so that's where he chose us from so that's what's amazing about being in an I don't know year nobody knows what's going to be so that means let's take it backwards where does I don't know come from From i oh so we're in an osmos year I guess so wonders that will become visible I don't knows will become something that we can understand and see with our own eyes. Imagine seeing what an I don't know would look like. That's what artists can do. They can take I don't knows and draw them and make an I don't know into a visible thing. That's what musicians can do. They can take an I don't know energy and make it into a palpable thing, an audible thing. So, an example of this, this is um, so, one page uh, right, so this is the energy with which Hashem created us and which we sang a bunch of times during Tishrei you chose us from all the nations and it's a very happy song it means we're rooted in Atmos we're rooted in I don't know what's gonna be, I don't know. Great, you must be Jewish. <laughs> but that means you're rooted in infinite possibilities. So we we actually can, if we allow ourselves, feel very comfortable in infinite possibilities. Co creation. And so that's why Rashi says, Bishvilatar, Bar, base racish, Bishvil Not only that it's not a contradiction to there being a world, um, that is the completion of the world. That's what makes the world be significant. The fact that it was created for you and for Tyra. The world wouldn't be worth anything otherwise. It's for you and for Tyra and all those who are willing and all the rest of the nations of the world were willing to keep to the Tyra. That's what the whole thing was created for. So, uh, oh, we were saying that there was once the story of the uh, Rebbe said to do a certain thing, a group got together right after Shabbos, decided that it was impossible to do, etc. That was, the Rebbe inquired and and said, yes. What the, the job, obviously the Rebbe was not happy about hearing they said it's impossible to do. Because, essentially, the ever saying, my father-in-law said to do this. Fact. And yes, it was. the next day, the ever said it was impossible. So, you have this contradiction, it was impossible to do. It's an impossible thing to do. The fact that what I told you to do, it's impossible. Fact. Other facts. Contradictory facts. My father-in-law, Priya Rebbe told you to do it. That's another fact. Two, these are two... These two things don't fit together. Why would my father-in-law, the Sri rabbi, tell you to do it if it's impossible? On the level of this world down here, it's impossible. A world, a world that exists in and of itself, just as a world, worthless. Full of impossible things to do. A world that exists for the Jew and for Tyra, full of infinite possibilities. So the Rebbe said, this is what you had to do. Take one step. And watch that if you take one step, the world will be recreated around your foot, so to speak. A brand new world created around your foot. A whole new reality. And you'll take another step. And a whole new world will be created around that footstep. And on and on and on. So this world, this world has its justification from the Jew taking the step into a mitzvah. That's the shlemeth of the world. And it reveals the pinis kavanah of the whole world, that the whole world was created. In order to bring out the mila of us being chosen, and entire being chosen. So that the world should feel the mila that we are racist relative to other parts of the creation. And what does this have to do with the end of the parsha? The noach matachin b'eini Hashem matachin b'eini Hashem And nayach found favor in the eyes of God. It's higher than anything that makes sense. Like choice, free choice. Higher than anything that makes sense. And when nayach is mentioned here, the gamas nayach ba'aba z'charta, I remembered nayach in the psukim, we say that in Rosh Hashanah time too. It comes because of it comes because of our myla, it doesn't it's higher than makes sense, and that's connected with gracious. It's connected with gracious, and that is revealed in the world. That's why Naya found favor in the eyes of God. God saved him from the flood, and it brought to told us offspring. From Yanim, and peace and and Nachas peace and above and below. That in this lower world, in this physical world, there should be a peace, a manucha, a Neiach, a Nachas Ruach down here. So the whole world, gracious, can can is here created for the purpose of revealing. Who it is that the world is for and what he, and again, who it is that the world is for, why is that important? Because he has a job to do to transform this world into a place of complete kuula. And we do that by becoming co-creators and we'll end here. We take one step and the world is reformed, is formatted around that step into a world that never existed before. Then we take another step. And then the world is formatted around that footstep and on and on and on so that we usher in the world of Gula Meetus So it should be that this is gracious, we should usher in that year of total Gula.